shit. Ooh. Don't want to change your mind. Featuring Ollie Ride from the band FM84. Very, very good song. That is, that's uh, some retro synth wave. Like, like that. that's uh, a perfect, a perfect fucking uh, way to demonstrate new retro wave, synth wave music right there. FM84 off the album Atlas. Um, yeah, if you can't, if you can't sway your head, sway your body, sway your shoulders to that song, close your eyes and rock side to side with that song, there's something fucking wrong with you. I don't give a fuck what kind of music you like. That's a good fucking song. Um, wow, it's been so fucking long since I recorded uh, an entry with you guys. I don't know. Let me see how long it's been. A lot of a lot of fucking shit has happened. I'm not going to tell you a complete update on this one. It'd be like four hours fucking long to include my tangents and how I feel about everything for everything, for every little topic that's popped in my head since the last time I talked to you fucking guys. But shit uh when was the last time when was the last episode uploaded that was like fucking march april let me see here if i could find out march 19th was episode 43 wow it's may 28th right now it's almost been uh it's been over two months yeah two months and 10 days that's right right march april may yeah holy shit um yeah a lot of shit has happened uh since then that was one of the reasons why i didn't record because i wanted to see what the fuck else was gonna happen another reason was i just didn't fucking feel like it uh the shit that was coming up didn't make me give me time to do it um because you know this shit there's no structure to this fucking shit so i just do it i do it on the fly uh then let's see yeah one thing happened i'll update you on i guess i could do that one first uh what the main reason why when i wanted to record an episode i couldn't um but yeah holy shit i'm not gonna uh, I'm not going to break it up into parts uh, or anything like that. I'm not going to make, oh, this is going to be a new episode and then part two because it, it doesn't work that way. So I'm just going to try to limit the update and personal journal entry that I got going on right now to a certain amount of time. And then I'll just do another episode and that'll be the rest of the shit. Uh, so first things first, I got a new microphone that you're hearing me on right now. I've do not know if I like it all that much because I don't know just the way it sounds it's it's really sensitive like I mean my computer isn't making as much noise as it has before and you guys could hear it through the microphone because it's like my microphone is you know seven inches from my laptop um, but I actually have to hold them I have to hold the microphone right now I'm I'm sitting about a foot and a half away from the computer and you can probably still hear it, like right now, the ambiance of my computer humming. Because um, if I 
set it up the way I usually have it set up with the old Snowball microphone. It's setting next to the computer just like this. It's even louder. So, um, yeah, it's a MXL Tempo. MXL Tempo. Um, it looks nice. It's, it's white and red. The microphone area is red. And the rest of it is white. It's a cylinder shape microphone. Really tall. Um, but yeah, with the Snowball, I've had that one since. Fuck, man. <sighs> I'd say... My God, 2007 maybe, 2008. It's been through everything, man. Um, and I think, I'm not 100% sure uh, what happened with the Blue Stoneball microphone. When I was going to record an episode, uh, like normally like a, maybe a week or two after the last one, when I was going to do a microphone test before I hit record, uh, it was really sputtery and stuttery when I would speak into the microphone. So I figured the microphone was dying. Like, it's it's done. It's not recording correctly. Coils and wires are messed up, probably. And it would sound like this when I talk like that. It would sound that way if I was talking normally. That's what it sounded like through the headphones anyway. So I was like, fuck, it's fucking dying. It's been, it led a good life. So, but I don't know. I mean, it might work now because of the other problem I told you about. That I wanted to talk to you about my computer. Um, so I just left it. I was like, fine, it's fucking hot or whatever. I don't care. I'm not going to record it right now. Okay, fine. The microphone's messed up. I'm not going to record. I'm going to order a new microphone and I'll wait for the new microphone to get in and then I'll record. So I order a new microphone like maybe a couple of days after I found that out about the Blue Snowball microphone fucking up. Uh, I ordered the microphone from B&H Video, uh, and I guess it was a special order because I got the white one because it just looked good. Um, so it was a special order, so I had to wait for them to get it, then send it to me. So it took like two fucking weeks just to get the microphone, and my I didn't touch my computer at all since the last time I tried to record an episode up until... I got the microphone because I really had no reason to use my computer other than to record an episode. So um, I get the microphone and I go to plug it in and turn on my, I go to turn on my computer. And I kind of, I should have done a little bit more due diligence on this part because I did get some sort of a warning that my computer was fucked up. Because I think I, I might have went to go use my computer once or twice before, I didn't really have to use my computer. I just went on my computer for some for whatever reason, and it was um, it was off. I rarely turn my computer off; like it's always on. Um, so it's always powered on. Um, I'll usually turn off my computer if it's like really hot. Like even if I'm not using it, I know it sounds like a fucking airplane in this room. I'll turn off my computer, and then I'll turn it back on whenever I need it. But at this point, it wasn't really hot. The computer wasn't making any noise, so it was on. But I come to use it, and it's off. I'm like, okay, what the fuck? Maybe, and I didn't have, I don't have any, I didn't, I didn't have an, uh, enough space on my internal hard drive for updates. 
because I got this computer in 2012 and only had 60 gigabytes of internal space. And that ain't shit nowadays. So I can't update my computer with the new OS unless I do some serious, serious fucking cleaning. Like I got to clean it every time because if you know we have a Macintosh, if you try to update the OS, like it says, oh, you only need eight gigabytes. But in reality, you need like fucking 90 for you know, all their stupid shit that they make you do when you're updating the OS. So I don't update my OS right when they come out. Usually I have to do some fucking tinkering and try to figure out and move shit around on my external hard drive to get enough space on the internal and then move shit back after the internal has the OS on it. And then, so I just don't do it. Um, so I'm thinking my computer's off because it tried to automatically update the OS, which it does or I have it set up to do, and it didn't do it because it doesn't have enough space, obviously. So it didn't it didn't completely do the update, and so it just shut the computer off. Like, it didn't get to restart because that's what happens. That's normal. If I don't have enough space for an automatic OS update, it'll be like, okay, fine, you don't have enough space, so it'll shut the computer off. It's not going to restart. Um, then you got to, you know, click cancel and OK, blah, 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 once you start the computer up yourself. So I'm thinking the computer's off because it tried to do an update and it couldn't do it. Normal. I'm not tripping on that. So I go on the terminal computer and I get a fucking folder icon with a question mark on it. And I know from being a Macintosh user strictly since 2005 that... That's not good. I've never seen that before, ever, 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 ever. I've seen all kinds of other things where things happen when I start up a computer and, and, and something's fucked up with a computer, but not that symbol. But I know it's fucked up. I know something's wrong. So I'm thinking like, fuck, okay, fine. Let me just, I did a hard shutdown, hold the power button. I unplugged my hard drives, my external hard drives, and then I try to start up again. Same thing. So I'm thinking because sometimes my, the external hard drive I had, uh, it's, you know, it's got some miles on it, especially because it's mainly the main source of all my data is on my external hard drive because my internal is so fucking small. So my external works a lot. It, it's basically powered in the computer. Everything comes from my external, basically. So sometimes my external, when it's trying to do things like time machine backups and all this other shit, my external might need to take a break and sometimes it will just, I guess you could say it'll just, it'll just stop working, but it kind of, it kind of stutters within itself to where like, um, I don't know. It's hard to explain, but sometimes if, if the, my external is, isn't firing on all cylinders, I'll know. Um, so usually I'll just eject it and then replug it in and it's good. Like sometimes if my computer's trying to do something like uh, sync my I, uh, not iCloud, if it's trying to sync my Google Drive, one of my Google Drive accounts, if it's trying to do that, stuff like that where it's doing stuff over the internet and the actual data is saved on the external, if it's going through those you know different channels, my external will kind of be like, wait, hold the fuck on. What do you want me to do here? Like I'm trying to sync information over a cloud internet based application and the data is stored on this external and 
yeah, things get kind of weird. Wires kind of get crossed for lack of a better word. And the external will be like, you know what? Figure your shit out and then call me, you know? Um, so when that happens and my computer isn't working perfectly, I'll know that's usually the problem. So I'll just unplug my external and it kind of gives it a nice little slap on the cheek and then the computer will work fine. So that's what I'm thinking happened with this question mark icon. So I unplug it. I try to restart the computer and I still get the icon. I'm like, okay, okay, here we go. Something, something's fucking up here. Um, I'm just like, okay, here we go. Basically the computer's not turning on. I'm not getting a login screen. Um, so I'm like, okay, I gotta go, gotta get my Google PhD now. So, um, what the fuck? Okay. Um, so I Google, you know, question mark folder icon for Mac. And then boom, I get all this information. Like, okay, fine. Here we fucking go. Um, basically what it is, is that when I start the computer, the computer cannot find an operating system. It has no idea. The computer will turn on blah, blah, blah. But it's, when the, you know initial boot sequence when the computer's looking for everything that needs to be there to start operate properly the computer can't find it so it's saying uh basically that question mark is saying what the fuck you want me to do i can't find shit to make your computer work so one of the problems is and it, it, i swear to god this fucking shit this kind of shit always fucking happens to me well not always but it seems like always because it's always something big um before this happened, before I got this icon, before I got this problem starting off my computer, I was actually looking on a website to replace my internal hard drive and to replace my battery. I just want to see how much it costs because this computer is on its fucking way out. It is fucking senile as fuck because it's from 2012 and it's a MacBook Air. So I was thinking maybe I could just replace the battery because the battery is fucking dead anyway. Like if I unplug this computer, it will run just by surfing Safari, it'll fucking go from 100% down to zero within like less than an hour. The computer's dead on battery power in less than an hour just by surfing the internet. So I was thinking if I could replace the battery and replace the internal hard drive, I'll basically have a new computer because the processing power for this computer, for what I use it for, I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing heavy video editing anymore. Like those days are gone for me. The, the the biggest thing that this computer does now is record this shit, record this podcast on GarageBand. And that's it. That's the, that's the most this computer does, really, you know, consistently. So if I replace the battery and replace the hard drive, I'll basically have a new computer. So I was thinking how much that's going to cost. It shouldn't cost that much because the computer's old and the technology's old for this computer, for those two things. So it shouldn't cost that much. So I was looking online. I found a battery pack to replace it, which can be done by yourself. I've done other stuff to my old iMac, so I know I could fucking do it. And it's like to replace the battery and replace and get like a 250 or I don't know, I think I have a 500, a 500 gigabyte hard drive. Um, it's like total, I think it's like maybe $400, maybe, maybe. I think it's less than that because the hard drive is only like 180. I get a kit you could get take out your old hard drive and put it into an enclosure and then you basically have uh use your old internal hard drive as an external hard drive uh so anyway I was looking online for that kind of shit blah blah fucking blah I was like okay it doesn't cost that much I might do it 
So anyway, just so happens that when I look up this, you know, information on the internet about why I'm getting this, this icon, it's because, you know, it, it can't find an operating system. And the most common reason it can't find the operating system is because your operating system is on your internal hard drive. And so if it can't find it, that stands to reason that your internal hard drive is fucked up. So what you got to do if you get that symbol, you can, you know, um, do a key combination when you start with the computer and it'll take you to uh, a recovery screen or a, 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 the, the fucking utility screen and you have some options. So I go to the disk utility option. I look at my internal hard drive and I notice, you know, I do a first aid on it. I check it to make sure everything's okay, but it's fucked up. One of the, one of the, things i don't i don't know that what the acronym stands for but it's called smart um and it says smart s-m-a-r-t smart failing so that means the, the basically the the hard drive is fucking dead in terms of using it as a bootable drive uh so i'm like fuck so now i gotta get a new hard drive all right so i'm thinking what kind of ways around it can i do instead of replacing this internal hard drive I could replace it. I could actually do the actual operation and take the computer apart and replace it. It's it's fucking like nine screws in ten minutes. It's it's nothing. But I don't want to do that. I want to be able to start my computer right now. So maybe if I do some kind of external hard drive, you know, fucking sorcery and do some shit, I could get my computer running right now instead of having to wait for an external hard drive and potentially not be the problem so what can i do right now with what the resources i have so i'm going online and all this fucking shit tell me how to you know boot from an external hard drive and yada 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 so i do this whole process i go buy a new external hard drive because the one i had was running low i only had like 356 gigabytes left on it it was a two terabyte. So I went to Target. I bought a four terabyte hard drive. So now I got a fresh hard drive. I got new partitions on it. It's fucking brand fucking new. Now I'm going to do a complete uh, restore and reinstall the OS on the external hard drive so I could boot from that. And then I could just restore from my time machine and my computer will go back to exactly what it was when it died or the last time it got backed up. Just like restoring your iPhone. So I try to do this whole fucking process. I go through every single fucking process that you can to restore your restore and reinstall your OS on an external hard drive. If you looked at a tutorial on how to restore or boot your computer from an external hard drive on a Mac, I've done it. And it was not working. It was not fucking working at all. I tried every single fucking thing to do it. And it just would not work. I would always come back after I would restore from a time machine backup and the computer would load the backup onto the, onto the external hard drive or load it and restart the computer. I would come back to the utility screen. If I freshly reinstall the operating system on the external hard drive, it would restart and go right back to the utility screen. I tried every combination of this shit that I fucking possibly could. I even, I was thinking... Maybe the computer is still looking to that internal hard drive that's fucked up when it first turns on. Even though I'm booting from an external hard drive, maybe it's still looking at that internal hard drive. So I erased the ex the internal hard drive 
and I renamed the internal hard drive. So that way, if the computer turns on, it will not think to look at that internal hard drive first. Hoping that's what would be to happen. But no, days, 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 days. And it just wouldn't work. So I went online to Reddit and I asked them on the Mac OS subreddit. I told them my issue, everything. And these people didn't fucking get it. And I was like, I was like, I also wrote, just assume that I have read every tutorial on what it says to do to boot and restore from an external hard drive. And it will not work for me. I need an answer. And do not give me some copy and pasted fucking flow chart on how to do it because I've done it and it doesn't work. That's why I'm here. And someone, of course, wrote down this is the step by step what you do. I'm like, why are you giving me that standardized answer? I told you I did all that shit. It's not fucking working. They didn't understand like what my internal hard drive being dead means. I told them the smart functionality on it is failing. The computer cannot see the operating system on the internal hard drive. That's why I'm doing this. And all these tutorials, all these tutorials on YouTube, all this shit, these people do it and it works. But, you know, long story short, I explained to all these people on Reddit about what the problem is and why it wouldn't work. And I was like, I'm like, I know what the problem is now. I know. And I told him on Reddit, like, the only other issue is that all these people are doing these tutorials that they give you on how to do this process, even on Apple website. They tell you how to do it. And all these videos on YouTube of people doing it. And it works for them. Like, it doesn't work for me because of this. I'll tell you right now. I already know. I already, I already figured it out. The people, these problems, even these people online have the problem on YouTube. It's like, yeah, uh, I got a, a question mark folder icon. And what that means is it can't find the OS. So they did their, you know, standardized flow chart of pr- troubleshooting and it worked. But for them and what everybody else doesn't realize and the people who make the tutorials don't realize is that their internal hard drive wasn't fucked up. It just had like a small glitch. It coughed. It bumped its head. It wasn't, didn't have the smart functionality failing like I did. Their internal hard drive wasn't fucked up. Not really, like mine was. So I explained that to him. Like, yes, this this has got to be the problem. I was like, the reason that mine isn't working is because when I turn on the computer, it is seeing that internal hard drive and it's not fucking working. And so anyway, this story's going on way too fucking long about some fucking internal hard drive issues. But so anyway, I fixed the fucking computer, obviously, because you're hearing me right now. So I got that internal hard drive kit, uh, took out the internal hard drive, put in the new hard drive, and I put the old hard drive into the little this little enclosure they give you with the kit. Um, it's really nice. It's like um, it looks like a door wedge, you know, which you use to stop the door from closing really sleek uh it's metal gray it, it match it's 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 matched in the same style as a macbook it's you know got that grayish silver look and it's made out of metal and you put your old in- internal hard drive inside of this enclosure and screw it together and you could use it as an external hard drive so this internal hard drive it won't work to boot up an operating system but it will still work as a regular hard drive. So I have this fucking 60 gigabyte 
chunk of metal in my hand right here that I could use as an external hard drive if I ever need to. So the hard drive still works. It just doesn't work to use as a computer internal. It won't work for that. Um, anyway, Jesus Christ, I got carried away. I'm sorry. That was insane. So if you're driving, I'm sorry. I hope you're, you didn't fall asleep. Um, so that was the, that's the very latest news with me right now as of, you know, a couple of days ago. Oh shit. I guess. Oh yeah. It's music time. It's been like fucking half an hour, man. I just give you guys a fucking break so I could figure out what the fuck I'm going to tell you next. All right. Let's, I know I kind of want to keep keep it on this album. I'm feeling this fucking shit. I love this album. Um, let me let me skip ahead. Let me see what comes up though. Fuck it. I'll skip four. One, two, three, four. No, that's not. That's some Grand Theft Auto shit. Uh. Hmm. Okay, here's some rap. This is from uh, Neff the Pharaoh. Um. Four minutes. Okay, that's cool. It's a good break. Uh. All right. Here we go. This is uh, the song called Still I Rise from Neff the Pharaoh. Some Bay Area royalty right there. And it's off his latest album, Mushrooms and Coloring Books. All right. BRB. Started them cat games. How you lied to a whole race in they face? You told me that I could. Lord knows that I can't. Y'all said cricket ass dreams. Knowing niggas ain't straight. They had my granny in the field picking cotton. So it's only right I'm in a field with my partners. From splitting syrup sound just to serve from the dock. Pokemon to my dog, so my niggas know I got him. Even though I'm extra hard on my little white partner. Know his grandparents hate me. I still don't let it change me. I am not black if I really ain't me. And I never tried to be anything I can't be. The lupus won a war. Damn, I miss my auntie. I told the blind man, nigga, you lucky you can't see. This world fucked. They don't want to show no love for me. Throw the cuffs on me, then they throw the judge on me, yeah Wanna hold me down, no lie But look me in my eyes and know I still rise, rise Ain't no looking back when you've seen the other side I'ma rise, ooh, oh, I rise every time who hate niggas I don't rock Tim's They wouldn't boost the hang niggas My ancestors would love me For the shit that I'm doing I'm involved in my community I talk through this music I shed light out all the bad shit The devil be doing I try to find it in the Bible But the message was ruined I'm not self-centered I'm far from it If blacks keep killing us blacks The law I love it Open your eyes The president is just a puppet We at war with ourselves But we ain't thinking nothing of it Due to the facts, I'm stating facts I gotta watch my back one month for our history I'm not cool with that If Jesus was alive, I bet he'd be a black He would recognize the struggle we see in the trap 
Time's up, open them heaven gates just to put another white smile on my black face. They don't wanna show no love for me. Throw the cuffs on me, then they throw the judge on me, yeah. Wanna hold me down, no lie. But look me in my eyes and know I still rise, rise. Ain't no looking back when you seen the other side, I'ma rise. Talk to the pastor, got me thinking about the days I was flipping the fast but Skin tone dark still, I see the light Swear my mama told me the future was bright As long as I pay attention, then I'll be alright So I always listen, big black nigga, yeah Ducking all the bullshit, defying the odds I would only find myself when I went looking for God 400 years of these memories we never forgot We carry it like some luggage, know it's weighing a lot Mind feeling up we still feeling up, ayy Wonder why we active and we don't give a fuck They say we out of line, but they decide to touch uh, Doing hella shit, but it's never giving up on life They don't wanna show no love for me Throw the cuffs on me, then they throw the judge on me, yeah Wanna hold me down, no lie But look me in my eyes and know I still rise, rise Ain't no looking back when you seen the other side, I'ma rise Ooh, go a little nef pharaoh right there all right um so yeah let's get going here i got a lot of shit to tell you um i don't know should i go from the bottom up or from the top down uh i'll just i'll just jump around i guess i'll see what's going on here um so I don't know when most of this shit happened. Uh, I'm just doing shit that popped into my fucking head. I can't remember dates right now. It's been so fucking long. It's been two months since the last time I talked to you guys and all the shit that happened in between. So, um, let's see here. I guess, uh, okay. I did a, I saw someone on Reddit, their podcast, Reddit, um, asking about they wanted someone to do something and just talk about shit. So I did it. Basically, I did a podcast episode. Um, recorded it on the Anchor app over my phone. Um, it was pretty good. We just, just basically, it was like what I'm doing right now with my podcast. and But it was just with another person. Just talking about shit. Uh, random stuff. I don't remember what the fuck we talked about anymore, but uh, I don't even know the name of the podcast. He hasn't even put anything up yet, so I don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, I don't know the name of it. He didn't have a name for it yet. I don't know if he has anything, uh, if he even took it off or not, uh, or if it, if it took off or not. So I don't know what happened. Um, 
but yeah, it was pretty fun. We just, we talked for about like an hour and a half, I think, about just random shit. Just things popped up, uh, talked about them, explained, explained things to each other. It was, it was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, that happened. Um, what else? I got, I'm pretty sure, I don't think I talked about it last time. After my car, I got my, I took my car in to get repaired finally from that fucking sideswipe accident. Um, that took about two weeks to do. Uh, and the fucking, every time, well, not every, but the last time, I got a rental car again. So, but I asked again for the rental car company to give me a compact car. I want a small, fuel efficient car because I'm going to be driving it for at least, you know, a week. So I got to commute in that fucking shit. And I don't want some big ass fucking four door sedan, some luxury touring sedan that I got to put gas in, you know, for two weeks because I'm paying for the gas. So I want the price I'm paying for gas and the amount I'm paying for gas to be at least something better than what I normally do since it's not my fucking car. And I tell him, I want a small compact car. I want the smallest fucking car you got. Give me a fucking Chevy fucking Spark if you got it. Give me a fucking smart car if you fucking got it. That's all I fucking need. I do not want a big car. And of course, they give me a big ass fucking Nissan Altima. And I was like, yeah, it's it's a nice car. It's a nice, comfy car, you know. But at the same time, it's like, it's going to cost me an extra fucking $10 in gas. And then... It doesn't even last that much longer, you know, than my car. So anyway, they fixed my fucking car. I get the car back, though, and I don't know who the fuck. I don't know who the fuck did the buffing on it or what, but it was it was horrible. Hella fucking like um, marks. And unfinished buffing on the car. It's like still residue from the buffing on the top part of the car. Like, it, it, it was a horrible job. Like, you could see the, the fucking wave marks from when they were buffing it. They didn't completely fucking go over it again to get all those fucking, all those marks out from the polisher. So I still haven't, I got, I'm probably going to do it tomorrow, actually. Um, wash my car and then take it to them. And say like, look at this fucking shit. I don't know. It's been it's been hell long, but it's obvious that they fucked it up. So, but I don't want unless they can do it that fucking day and fix it. Because I'm gonna have to fucking I don't know what I'm gonna do if they to have them fix it. It's probably gonna take a couple days. So I'm gonna be without a car for a couple days, and my insurance isn't gonna cover. You know, getting a rental car for. You know to fix their shitty fucking detailing job or repair job. So I I don't know if it's worth the trouble to get it fixed if I can't get it done within one day. Um, But I don't know. It's, It's one of those fucking things. It's just like, fuck, dude. Like, how can you guys, like, fuck, man. Yeah, I didn't notice until I washed my car and I saw it. And because I have, you know, construction lights set up in my garage for when I'm 
after I wash my car and I dry it and detail it so it has that uh, con- contrasting and different type of light so you could see imperfections better when you're doing shit. And I, that's when I saw it when I turned those lights on. And I saw all these all these fucking marks on the fucking car. I could tell what it was from. But, like, man, these motherfuckers, dude, fucking my shit up. Anyway, you know, it's like, fuck, what the hell am I going to do now? Like, because it's, it's, it looks like shit if it catches the light right. Um, but is it worth the hassle of me going back to them, having them fix it, and having it take more than a couple of days to fix? And then do I call my insurance company and say, hey, I need you guys to cover a rental car because when I got my car repaired, they fucked up on the finishing work? Or are they going to supply a rental car company for me because they fucked up? You know, I, I just got, I don't know. I'm going to go down there and figure it out. See what they, see what they're going to do because they fucked up. So they got to do something. Um, fuck man. What else? I watched, uh, a documentary. I think it was on Netflix called Crip Camp. Crip Camp. Um, it's about this camp in the 70s I think and it was for um, it was for crippled kids back then so it was all about how kids with disabilities and handicapped kids and special needs kids whatever you want to, whatever term you want to use all that and in between so they called it the crip camp and all these kids with you know muscular dystrophy and you know fucking I think they had special needs people there you know with mental retardation basically for lack of a more endearing term it was for the fucking it was for the short bus kids the kids that no one wanted to deal with in normal society basically so they went to that camp you know and these kids are from all over the country and they're from all kinds of different backgrounds and so they go to this camp and it's you know it's all them so they could feel normal or you know feel like they're part of a whole they're not outcasts they're not a minority because everyone there is fucked up you know in some way shape or form there's got some high functioning people and some people that could barely fucking blink without fucking you know passing out you know all kinds of different fucked up people so these kids go there and they feel awesome it's good because they're all like teens you know from like tweens up to like 18 years old something like that 19 20 maybe and they're just there and they just get to do whatever the fuck they want they get to if they want to talk about what it's like being in a fucked up family who doesn't understand them or they go to their school and their school's fucked up because it's the fucking 70s no one who had a fucking handle a fucking a kid with muscular dystrophy in the 70s they what the fuck lucky they didn't fucking throw them off a fucking bridge and say fuck it you know you know because they were so ignorant to how to deal with uh, kids with, you know, serious, you know, issues in a, in a thoughtful way or a more, uh, productive way, I should say. Uh, it was the seventies, man. They didn't fucking know what the fuck to do with someone who was crippled. You know, it's like, okay, well, fine. Here's some fucking crutches. Here's a wheelchair and good fucking luck. You know, um, they just cast them aside. If you go to regular school, like, you're going to be fucking in the goddamn basement because we don't want to fucking, we can't teach you in a normal class. Because, you know, for whatever your your disability is, we can't facilitate that because the teachers don't fucking know. Think about a normal American teacher in the 70s 
having to deal with a kid with muscular dystrophy or mental retardation or a kid who can't fucking walk or whatever, you know, a, a, ki- a kid who's highly autistic or something, whatever the case may be, where it's no problem nowadays. But in the 70s, some normal fucking 70s public school teacher trying to deal with that. Get the fuck out of here. They know what the fuck to do. These kids got fucking shit on their entire lives because, you know, they were just born in the wrong decade, you know, so they might end up in the fucking basement of the school and get taught with three other kids who were fucked up. So they had this camp and it was basically 100% run and operated by other uh, adults and or teens that were, um, you know, special needs or handicapped. And so this film crew went down there and documented it. And it was an awesome fucking documentary. These kids, you know, they got to fucking, you know, just feel, I, I, don't, I don't know if I should say they get to feel normal. They, they get to feel, they don't have to feel like they are different. They are all the same because they're all fucked up. You know, that's their, com- that's their, that's their, you know, they're, they're, their common, you know, aspect that they get to share is that, yeah, we're all fucked up and they all have a good sense of humor about it. They're not all fucking sensitive about it. They're not all fucking preachy about it. Like, yeah, like we're all fucked up. I could barely, I can't fucking walk. I could barely fucking talk, but they got good sense of humors about it. They make jokes about themselves about it and they get to be, you know, young adults and teenagers about it. They get to fucking, you know, uh, be around, you know, the opposite sex and experience all those teenage and young adult things that go along with that with other kids who are just as fucked up as them. You know, kids have kids with, you know, handicaps having their first kiss and all that shit, all that, you know, stereotypical shit that kids do at camp. They get to fucking do that. They don't have to be like on the on the outs. They don't have to be on the sidelines of society anymore. They actually have a home for lack of a better word. So it was good. It was a good documentary. It was actually pretty well shot for being in the 70s. Um, And it had a lot of, I think a lot of, I think a lot of uh, good things came from that camp because some of the older kids who ran the camp, young, young adults, they did a lot of shit outside the camp that helped people with disabilities and kids with disabilities um, in society. So they came out and were like, you know what? This camp is cool and all. We get to all we all get to use this fucking place and feel like we are, you know, they don't get to feel like they're second class citizens, but camp has to end sometime, right? So some of them were like, you know what? Fuck this shit. We're going and taking it to the fucking streets and we're going to make some changes for the rest of the country. So they, a lot of good things came from that camp for the rest of the country for disabled people. But it was a really fun documentary, man. It was nice and like, it was, it was, I guess you could say it was touching. Um, but yeah, it made, it made you feel good. It made you feel like, yeah, fuck yeah. These, these, these people are fucked up, but they don't mean shit. You know, as, as we, you know, it's, it's common knowledge now. Like, yeah, you have a disability, who gives a shit? And it, like, there's this the 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 culture is way more accepting and accommodating you know by default for people with all kinds of different disabilities but it was all because of people like this who went to that camp who you know 
brought awareness for the decades to come, you know, so now kids who aren't crippled or learning disabled or whatever don't have to go get taught in a fucking basement, you know, or, you know, because of kids like this back in the day, you know, it's like, boom, it's if you have a kid with a disability nowadays, you're not completely in the dark, you know, you have a game plan, but it was fucking good. It's called Crip Camp. Um, what else? Oh, shit. Oh, God. <laughs> so we were on the boat. I don't even know when. Like I said, this happened between March and now. Uh, I think it was maybe, uh, maybe April. Oh, fuck. Um, so we were on a boat, uh, three of us on one boat and three of us on another boat. And one guy was on the boat who hadn't been on the boat before. He hadn't worked on the boat before. So, um, we were tied up to the, to the wharf as usual. And another, and the other boat was tied up to us too. So we were just sitting there all fucking night, blah, fucking blah. So it came time the boat that was tied up to us, they went off to go do something. So the third guy on our boat went on to the other boat and untied the boat as so they could leave. But he fucked up. What you're not on that boat. You have and you don't need to go on that boat to untie to help them. Just untie the line from our cleat and that's it. And then but I think he did it because it was our rope. The rope was attached to our boat. So he went on the other boat to untie it. And then so that way the maybe the rope so, so the line wouldn't go in the water. I don't fucking know why he went under the other boat to untie them from us. But anyways, he did. And so as the boat was untied, the boat was drifting away from our boat. And he had his feet on the other boat. And his hands on the rope and the cleat on our boat. And the boat was separating. So his feet were drifting one way and his hands were staying on our boat. And the water in between was getting bigger and bigger. So he fucking fell in the goddamn water. It finally fucking happened. I, didn't, I knew it would happen at some point. I didn't know how, but I knew it would happen that someone was going to fucking fall in the water. And it fucking happened. Because he got on the other on the other boat and tried to untie it, and the boat started to drift away, and he just didn't fucking let go or jump off or you know you know jump across or whatever. He he fucking dumb because he's never been on the boat before. He's never worked the patrol boat before, so he didn't have a sea legs. He didn't have that mindset of how to maneuver his body around the boat about or what the boat might do if you do this because. You're on this. You're on this floating fucking, you know, thing, and things move differently on the water on a boat. I don't know if you, if anyone listening has ever driven a boat or been on a boat for a long period of time, or for used a boat for many years. You know, if you just do certain things, it doesn't take much for a boat to move. You know, um, with currents and just positioning a propeller, a, a small. It's like space almost. You know, if you, you know, you push something in outer space, it's going to go forever, but it only takes a small push and it'll gain speed sometimes depending on how, how heavy the object is. 
And it's kind of the same with a fucking boat. You you push a boat just a little bit, it'll fucking move. It doesn't take much to move a boat with human strength to get to what you want to do. Like you could pull a you could pull a heavy ass boat with your with your fucking finger and it'll fucking move, you know? And, you know, you know, boats are kind of weird. And so he just didn't have his sea legs. He just didn't understand. Because after a while of working on a boat, it's second nature. Like, okay, fine, if I do this, this is going to happen. If I push this way, it's going to happen. If I, you know, step here, this is going to happen. You, you, you know stuff. And he just didn't have the mindset or the, uh, the experience to know that if he unties this side with the current and all that, you got uh, that shit comes with experience and repetition of doing certain, you know, things like untying a boat or tying up a boat. And he didn't know that if he unties one end of the boat and the current is going a certain way and one end of the boat is still tied to our boat, that the part that you untie is going to drift away. And the part that's still tied up is basically anchored to the boat. So it's going to drift away and pivot on the part that is still connected. He didn't realize that shit. So he's up on one end of the boat untying shit and the boat's drifting away now. And he's still on the other side of the fucking boat, on the other boat. So, you know, he, 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 so he fucking fell in. His feet were on the other boat. His hands were on our boat. And he's basically on all fours. And just imagine, you know, basically imagine your hands are on a table and your feet are on a rolling chair. And imagine that rolling chair rolling out away from you, away from the table. And then what are you going to do? You're just stuck there in a planking position. So, and, and in between him was water and he just fucking plop, plop right down. Cause I'm up on the, on the wharf trying to untie us from the wharf. And I hear this shit behind me. I like, you could kind of tell, I mean, I couldn't see it cause I was facing completely opposite direction, but you could kind of hear, like it started to build up like, Oh shit, something's going to happen. You started hearing that like, Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, blah, blah, blah. You, you hear this slight commotion behind you. So I look, and as soon as I look, one second later, he falls right in the water, face first, right on his chest in the water. And then so the, the coxswain of the boat, the other guy in our boat, he goes to the side of the boat and grabs him because he's struggling. He's got a bunch of gear on. And he even told us, like, he could, like, when the coxswain asked him, so are you a good swimmer? His response was, eh, kind of. And, you know, but that was hours ago before this happened. So we didn't really think anything of it. But now he's fucking up in there with a with a fucking duty belt on and a fucking vest on. Not a, not a life vest. His work vest, his body armor. And he's fucking trying to stay afloat. And so the coxswain goes over to the side of the boat and grabs him. And then I'm like, fuck, here we go. And he's only hanging on to the boat by his fucking toes. One of his toes is on the on a handrail on the side of the boat. So he's like leaning off the side of the boat. And the only thing keeping him from going in the water is his foot is hanging. His toes are hanging on to a, onto a handrail. So I jump down. I grab him by his fucking the shoulders of his shirt and pull him up. And then he pulls in the other dude out of the water. <clears throat> and he's fucking soaking wet <clears throat> it's pretty cold it's pretty fucking cold to be soaking wet it was pretty cold outside 
and so yeah, all this fucking shit happened. It's just fucking ridiculous, man. Um, but yeah, he was embarrassed as fuck. He's like, "Oh fuck, man, how could that happen? Fuck, dude, fuck, I can't believe I did that." Yada 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 yada. And and we're just thinking, it's like, all right, fine. So what are we gonna do? Like, are we gonna say something about it? Because like, no one really has to know about this. No one has to know. Even though three other people on another boat saw it, no one has to know this happened. Because he didn't lose any equipment. That's that's the first thing I asked him. I saw him. He came up. He's not dead. So and he could walk. So I didn't ask him. I asked him. I was like, "Do you have your fucking pistol? And do you have your fucking ammunition on your belt still? If those three things are, or those two things, I guess, I guess, yeah. If if those two things are still on there, that's fine. If you're, you still have your gun and you still have your bullets. No one." has to find out about this because he didn't lose anything serious and so i was like yeah he still got all those things i say so like so that's what i that's what i was worried about because if we have his bullets and his weapon no one there's we don't have to say anything and no one will know so he had all those and so we're like i was like no one has to fucking know and you, we could get away with this without anyone fucking finding out. Because like, we could get those clothes dry enough to where it wouldn't be noticeable. Or even if he is wet, it doesn't really matter. All you say, he got wet. He was on the, he was on outside the boat while we were driving it, and he got wet. We hit, we hit, we hit a wake, and he got wet. Or the the water's really choppy, and the door was open, and he got wet. Or the other boat was fucking around and splashed us, and he got wet. That's why he's wet, if we wanted to say that. Um, but the other boat, the other dude on the other boat, the other coxswain, he fucking told right away what happened. He wasn't wrong. I mean, yeah, that's the right thing to do. But at the same time, did anyone really have to know? No one got hurt, and no one any lost any sensitive items. So only thing that he lost was his glasses. So no one really had to know about this, and it wouldn't have been a bad thing if no one knew. But he told them, which was the right thing to do, but he didn't have to. So now they knew about it. So now we like, well, we we don't have to and or we can't lie about it now. So went on with all that shit. And of course, rules changed. And the fucking the coxswain that was on our boat, he got all fucking serious about it the next time we were on the boat because he kind of. He didn't even really get in trouble. Like he got a he got a fucking award for saving that motherfucker, and maybe I'll get something out of it too because I fucking saved his ass. So, um, he was talking about me getting uh an R an Rcom through the army. I was like, no, I don't want that. I want the fucking I want the I want the civilian work award. I want the I want the award I get here. I don't give a fuck what I have on my army paperwork. I want something for here because if I did something good here, I get an extra five hundred dollars in my paycheck. I get an award for that kind of shit. I get five hundred bucks. So, um, yeah, <laughs> um, okay, it's almost an hour. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop it. I'm gonna stop it right now. Uh, that's enough. That's enough. I'm not gonna fucking I'm not gonna fucking kill you guys with this shit. All right, this microphone, I don't know. I don't know if I like this microphone the way it sounds. It's like, 
Cause on the blue snowball, I could fucking, I could I have, I have three different microphone options on the microphone itself. I could switch it around. It has a little bit better, better, uh, sounding tone to it. I gotta do too many adjustments on this fucking thing on the computer to make it sound good. It sounds really, I don't know. Let me let me put up the uh, the mid here a little bit. See what see what that sounds like. Okay, that's pretty. That's that kind of sounds good, I guess. Bringing down the high a little bit. Yeah, does that sound good? I don't know. I don't fucking know. I'll figure it out later. Whatever. Um, okay, yeah, I'm fucking done. It's been an hour. That's that's long enough. Keep it keep it kind of short. Let's get some music up here and get the fuck out of here. Oh, I know what I'm going to play. I know what I'm going to play. I'm going to play the fucking new fucking the new slaughter to prevail. Um Yeah, the new Slaughter to Prevail single uh, is called Demolisher. Um, fucking, it's it's a good song. I mean, it's Slaughter to Prevail, so it's it's fucking it's pretty good. It's pretty it's pretty brutal, but there's a lot of there's a lot of fucking controversy on this fucking song because of at the end the last the last breakdown, uh, his voice is obviously down-tuned, you know, the pitch of the song is obviously altered to make it sound more deep and, and guttural, but who cares? A lot of people are saying shit like, oh, his voice is fucking edited, like, well, it's all, everyone's fucking voice is fucking edited if you hear them somewhere. On a podcast, my voice is edited right now, my, the, the equalizer is changed on my voice right now. It's not, it's not 100% in the middle on these uh, EQ fucking dials for the low. I just changed them right now. I just told you I changed them to make it sound different, to make it sound, you know, I guess you could say better. Um, but especially in metal or any singing, it doesn't matter what genre it is. The voice is different. It doesn't, it's not, it's not raw, a raw recording. It's not recorded on a fucking a phone. It's not recorded with no settings on the microphone. Everyone's voice is edited, especially in fucking metal. The, the, the entire metal genre is edited sounds. Fucking guitar distortion. All that shit. It's all like, who gives a shit if his voice is just dramatically changed to sound a certain way? That's the fucking point. It's not like the whole song was that way. Not like all of his vocals were like that. It was just a breakdown growling section of the breakdown to make it because it was part of an experience it was that part of the song was supposed to sound that guttural it's supposed to it was supposed to sound it was a final breakdown of the song you'll hear it when i play it for you but it, it was the end of the song it was a culminating event of the song so it was supposed to sound just obnoxiously crazy and guttural and grimy and growly that was the point it's not like the whole song his vocals sounded like that when he was doing the growling parts no it was one part 
It was the climax of the song. So yes, it was big and theatric, and it sounded really fucking crazy because it was edited. And hell of people were fucking complaining about that. Like, you guys don't fucking get it. Like, how the fuck do you not get this? They're acting like he was trying to pawn it off as that was his real voice. Like, no. No one in the right fucking mind and a band that's as famous in metal as Slaughter to Prevail is going to try and release a song and have a part of the vocals edited that drastically and obviously. They're not going to do that and and have people or want people to think that's his real voice. He's got some real fucking deep growls. Like he is known for that. With minimal editing, he could fucking do it. And a couple of other artists, he's one of them that can fucking get fucking low. Like naturally. He doesn't have to fucking prove himself. He doesn't have to say like, yeah, this is me. Like of course it's edited. He wasn't trying to say that. The band isn't trying to say like, yeah, you guys said I could go low. Well, this is how low I could really fucking go with this fucking shit. No, that's not what that's not what the message was about. That's not what the editing was about. It's it wasn't. Yeah, or I want people to think this is my real voice. Like no, and you could also tell by where it was in the song. It was a part of the song that was a climactic point. So it was supposed to sound just obnoxiously fucking crazy and scary and big. That's what the point of it was. That's why it was edited that way. And I don't understand why you need a, a goddamn musical degree to fucking figure that out. It's obvious. The so- whole song was driving, 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 and then boom, you go up the fucking hill, and then boom, this is the downhill, going fast, final big bang of the song. So of course it's going to sound obnoxious and big and really, really fucking deep like that. And it wasn't even that long. It was like 10 fucking seconds of overly edited vocals but these fucking fans out here are acting like he was trying to pawn it off that was like it was his fucking natural voice like no it fucking wasn't there's no indication that he was trying to fucking do that it's actually more obvious that he was trying to just edit it so crazy so because you're you're in the you're in the ambiance of the song that's the way that that song went at that point so it was supposed to you know paint a picture for you and the song was just you know that was a big bang moment of the song and that's why it sounds so fucking crazy. But anyway, I'm done fucking talking about it. You guys can listen to it. And you'll know what part I'm talking about. I don't need to tell you. It's at the end of the song. But since you you won't know when the end of the song is if you've never heard it. But when you hear the voice, you'll know what part I'm talking about. It's obnoxiously low and growly and guttural. And that's the point. And you'll realize what I'm talking about. Why it that Why that his vocals at that part of the song or edited that way, because that was the climactic point of the song, so, yeah, all right, I'm done, an hour and, an hour and 12 minutes, probably, um, all right, here we go, the song is called Demolisher, by Slaughter to Prevail, and it's a single, so, who knows when that album's gonna come out, it's gonna be fucking nasty if it is, um, Yeah, here we go. Slaughter to prevail. Demolisher. All right, see you motherfuckers later.